Hi guys, it's Ashley here and we're on episode number 43. Happy first day of fall. This week, Katie and I are sharing ways we are resetting and realigning for the new season. So join us and jump in. Hope you enjoy. What up? Hi. How's it going? How's it going? Oh, jinx. (laughs) Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good too. Nice. Welcome back. Thank you. It's not not only welcome back to the podcast, but welcome back to America. I know. That's even more crazy. Whole new country again. Yeah, because the the audience only really missed you for a week. True. Yeah, we did some batching so that people could just like, they didn't have to live without me um, for too long. Exactly. And hopefully people survived. But thank God Katie was here to keep us afloat because what a nightmare that Only for a day. (laughs) Only for one day. I know. (laughs) Still a count. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to be back. Well, glad to have you back. Thanks. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us what your story or fun update is then? Well, of course. Kick it off. My my story and fun update was that I attended three weddings in a month (laughs) and it was incredible and insane and I don't recommend it to anyone because it is, well, first of all, it's wonderful and it was so good to see family and friends. It was so nice to see everybody at the weddings, but also it's a crazy time. There's just so much like drinking and partying and dressing up and shaking hands and taking names. And let me just say, I became like, I switched from an extrovert to an introvert by the end of it. I was like, no more people, no more. Oh yeah. That's socially exhausting for sure. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. Truthfully, it was awesome and it was so nice to be there, but I was just so tired when I got there. Yeah, I'm back. We've been home for like just over a week and we were greeted by the last day of that heat wave, which was alarming and I didn't know what to think because <laughs> it was so different than oh, Canada. Yeah, you're like, like you missed it yeah oh I'm sure I was just like is this where we moved like excuse me I don't remember it being like front of the sun like living on the sun so yeah it was crazy yeah most of the U.S. was going through that though so no matter where you would have moved in the United States you probably would have had that to some extent unless True. you stayed in Canada True. but yeah. That's a whole other reality. Yeah. They're just getting smoked out. So different horse fire reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it's nice to be back. And uh, what did you get up to while I was away? Yeah. Nice to have you back. Um, well, I've been keeping the, I've been keeping the audience posted. They know it's up, but the, the newest update uh, that the audience might not know about that you know about is I did get a new cat which is kind of embarrassing in some ways because I'm like oh my gosh this is number five but also it like it doesn't surprise me because ever since I was a kid I've been an animal lover and to be in a relationship with somebody who loves animals just as much as I do I can't tell you how incredible that is because there's one thing for you know a couple to like dogs like I like a dog, you like a dog. But if you have an animal lover, like a real animal lover, and they're with somebody who only likes some animals, like can tolerate like maybe a dog, 
Um, it's not a good match. Let me just say that. So um, it's really nice to have somebody who loves animals as much as I do because it's always been my dream to like literally have a big house and just like have farm animals and then like dogs and cats and like like literally every animal like snakes, uh, turtles, hamsters. I don't care. I just love all animals. So it must be the autism in me <laughs> because that's definitely a shared trait. Um, but I love I love having animals around me. Animal energy is just great. So that's so exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So we adopted a kitten. I just I love how you like phrased it because I think like people can read into it however they want. They can be like, you said in your own words, crazy Mormon cat mom. Oh yes. Or they can be like, God bless you for your amazing heart and your good nature and for actually acting on that passion and that love of animals. I mean, either way, God does not have to be involved, but I'm just saying, how cool is that? Right. Yeah. Also, I should have reacted at a particular time when you said you got a cat, but there was a screaming child. So hopefully my mic muting helped prevent the audience from having to hear that. That's funny. Yeah, no, I missed it, but no worries. No worries. I forget to chime in sometimes. I'm like, I'm responding, but like muted. But the audience is like, cool, she doesn't care about you. Like that happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. We get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we adopted him from this foundation and uh brought him home basically the day after we filled out the application. Uh they liked us and yeah, brought him home. I think he's like seven weeks. They said he's nine weeks. But I think he's seven. I think he's smaller. I think he, I just, <laughs> from experience. Um, and also this lady who was like, uh, like adopting out the cats from this foundation, you could tell that she was like slightly frazzled. Like it didn't even have a name. She's like, I, I don't know. How about Melon? And we're like, sure. Um, Melon? We ended up naming him. Yeah. I'm she sorry. was like, I don't know. What, what? It's cute. I mean, okay. It's but cute, like, what but- is the indication of Melon? Because he's orange. Is that like supposed to be a like cantaloupe? a cantaloupe? Oh, okay. I was thinking like a watermelon. Melon. I'm like, he cantaloupe has is no a melon. Red. No. All right. All right no, 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 not like a watermelon. Melon can be any color, like green, orange. He's red. not green. <laughs> no, Sorry, but he's I, orange. I cannot think <laughs> anything but watermelon. <laughs> That's funny. He's so cute. No, though. I thought it made sense, but yeah, he's adorable. So we named him Phineas. Um, after a lot of tossing names around it's just the only one that fit that like really fit um and we call him finn for short because i believe that cats should have as many names as you can to call them from the variation of a name so we got finn phineas and finny so far so cute out of one name so good i know yeah well that's so, like anyways the, that's my the concept of like naming things you you were texting me the other day and you're like, it's very important. And you kind of gave me the step-by-step and I, I I really, I understand what you're going through because I will not name something unless it literally like comes to me in a dream. Um, it's just like, otherwise I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm -mm, There's something wrong with that too. And yeah, I don't know. It feels like a premonition. Like you just have to be like, like electrocuted with the name like you're like oh that's it i know what it is and i know why otherwise it doesn't usually just can't craft it you have to be like that's the one you just know (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we're happy with that. That's so cool. Congrats. Um, yeah. Thanks. And it's a boy. Um, well, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is a boy. Little Phineas. Yes, a little mm-hmm. orange boy. Um, he's yeah. a Leo. He's fun. As we've decided. He, yes, I believe he's a Leo because if he's a Leo, he would have been, he would be seven weeks old. But if he was older, he would be a Cancer. And he does not give me Cancer energy. Not at all. The So. No, strong Leo energy. From one Leo to another, I see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For real. So What cute. an attention hog. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get all it. All right. All right. Enough about the kitty. Enough about the kitty. We can, <laughs> we can look at kitty videos any time of day. Um, tell us what your sunshine medicine is because people are dying to know. Oh, well, this is very self-indulgent, but basically it is going to the art store and Literally just being alone with the watercolor paper. (laughs) Like, I just had to do this on Saturday. I just had to, like, go and just look at watercolor paper. Well, there is a reason. I have a big order with, like, a large, like, a physically large order that they want. It's like, I don't have this size of paper. So, anyways, I went to the art store and I was like, do you have single sheets? I want to touch the paper. I want to know what I'm getting into here because it's so big and it's so expensive. And thank God they did. So I was just like literally going like sheet by sheet and like petting it. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like looking at the thickness and like just just like being one with the paper. And it was just such a it was just such a pleasant way to spend like an hour. <laughs> nice. And anyone who has a hobby, I'm sure just like understands that there's like particular parts of your craft oh, that yeah. are just so important and like so like it's like messing with his knives <sighs> yeah Holy. or any of his chef supplies yeah. yeah or like you love film like it's just kind of yeah like, exactly just to be alone with your tools <laughs> I don't know it, it's it was just it was a nice yeah, moment great. for me and that Aww, brought me a lot of joy that. this week so I'm living on that that's sweet. I yeah. love that. Yeah. What about you? Um, okay. So I have two things. One related to my last point. Um, this cat makes the cutest little trilling sounds I've ever heard. Um, like the little that sound. But he does it in such a unique way. I don't know if I've ever heard like a cat make this sound. It kind of sounds alien and like magical at the same time. Like he's like a magical nymph. He like makes this little sound. It's so cute. So now, it brings me a lot of joy. I want. I have to, to like record have it. You record it and like insert here. He does it sometimes, but when he does it, like I'm not. I don't catch it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh, it's just so cute. Um, I'll try and catch it. Um, but he's very talkative and chatty, so I can at least send you a chatty video. Cute. But that's one of them. Uh, and the other one is this little thing sitting on my lap that's not an actual animal. <laughs> it is a, wait for it, it's a weighted butterfly stuffed animal. But I actually think it's a moth. What do you think? Look at it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a moth. It's given moth, right? But it's really cute. It's like purple with gold and like the, like, insect body i guess it definitely is looks fuzzy like an insect body. and brown 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. And it's weighted. So it sits on my lap. um, And it's just like this little like pressure toy. Oh, pressure stuff animal. To help with like distractions or anxiety. Literally, whatever you want to say it is for. Um, Yeah, but. I like it because, okay, I do like the the thing sitting on my lap. I do like that pressure. I wasn't sure I would like that. Um, but I just got it because I do like stuffed animals in general. Uh, I just like them. But what I realized is that this thing sits upright sort of with the wings. And so when I'm laying down on bed, I can like prop my phone up in between the wings. It like holds <laughs> my phone like a little holder. That's so perfect. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. So like when I don't want to hold it. It's a useful tool. So that's my sunshine medicine. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So what are you looking forward to? Okay. So it's kind of aligned with some of the things we're going to talk about today in terms of like refreshing and restarting and making new things. And one of the things I decided to do and which is on our list to talk about is like, look at recipes, new recipes. Like what can I be changing or adding into my diet? And I don't mean like diet. I literally just mean like my weekly eats. So I decided to take a stab at my first pickling and I decided to pickle, yeah, red onions and um, jalapeno peppers. So nice. Have you gotten to try them or are they still pickling? They're still pickling, but I did try them late last night just because I couldn't wait and they were a little crunchy, but that's okay. They were so good. Oh my God. Like unbelievable. And the ones with the peppers were like just enough little tiny kick that I might just make that them that way forever. And I'm trying to think like what I can put them on. We just sort of ate them by themselves. Um, the onions oh, or the jalapenos? Yeah, the, the onions. Yeah, the little mixture. I was thinking oh, like on like salad, a avocado toast. Yeah, toast, mm. avocado toast salad on a lox bagel. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah, Nestor makes uh, – he makes pickled – he made pickled stuff all through quarantine, really. He got into fermenting and everything, totally. uh, but he really does – he does make a pickled onion pretty often. Um, I think that's like a staple at the restaurant now. Um, maybe it always has been, but there's always pickled onions uh, wherever he goes. I feel like they're amazing. They're my oh, favorite. Cool. Yeah, I love them. I didn't even realize. I was like, why have I not been doing this all my life? So good. Pretty dang easy. I don't think I set my pickling stuff up very professionally, though. So they probably won't last more than like a week, but still worth the try. Yeah, it was fine. like, yeah, because it was an onion. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Are you getting into like fermenting in general or just starting at pickling? I think I'm just going to start with pickling because I, I don't know. I have a huge amount of patience. So inevitably, if I'm fermenting something, I'll probably just be like, I see. Yeah. I don't have time for this and throw it away. But pickling is Aww. like just a day or two, a couple of days maybe. And I think I have the patience for that. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you um, looking forward to? Okay. So I saw this TikTok recently and it changed my life. Well, it has 
changed my life only a little bit and it will change my life tremendously if it works from experience. So basically this girl was like, I'm going to show you how you can get your press on nails that you can just buy from wherever to last as long or longer than a gel manicure. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. Like, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. She's like, you're going to use your gel stuff. So she gets her gel kit out and she puts like the base coat on her nail. And then like, I think, don't quote me because I have to go rewatch the video before I do this. But I think she puts it underneath the the, uh, press on nail and then on her regular nail and then cures those under the UV light and then does it again. And then I think maybe does a top coat over top or something like that. And then I Googled this and apparently people are doing this. And they're like, my, it won't come off until I take it off. Like they are stuck on here. They are so strong. So what I'm looking forward to is testing this out and seeing if it works because you already know me and my press-ons. I love press-on totally. nails. Yeah. I don't have time or really like the, I shouldn't have the finances for it. Like it should not be something that I go spend money on regularly, which is why I don't do it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like this is like a perfect middle ground. I can get my nice, really well done nails that last a really long time, like salon quality, but with an appropriate budget. I'm That's pumped. incredible. You have to. Send I got me my a kit and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna try it out tonight or tomorrow. So by the time this episode comes out, we'll know. We'll know. Maybe yeah. maybe Katie will be doing a TikTok on it. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, we didn't tell. We didn't say that. I was going to say it at the top of the episode, but I forgot. Um, If you're tuning in and listening and you're kind of getting distracted, listen to this part because this is really cool and exciting. We are moving to TikTok um, away from Instagram temporarily, I think. Instagram, we're just going to kind of like leave whatever. It's just being whatever for us. So we're going to be whatever for it back. We're going to go to TikTok. We're going to make some TikToks because our reels have been doing pretty good. Ashley's been killing it on our reels. So we're going to move to TikTok and see how that does. We're excited. Follow us there. Coconut Grove Pod. Same thing as Instagram. We'll be posting and having fun. And maybe you'll see my nails there. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks. Hopefully you'll see more somewhat funny videos from me. (laughs) Yay. At this point, they all know how my brain works. (laughs) Which is why they love you. Okay. Tell us what's hot, Ashley. Okay. This, I'm I'm gonna crinkle it for sound effect. What is that you ask? Yes, I was just going to ask. <laughs> what is that? It's a Bagu laptop case. So I didn't know that Bagu made anything but tiny little reusable bags, which I have no interest in. I like ah. reusable bags, but those bags are so expensive, and I'm like, hmm, I could take it or leave it, but. Are they the ones that fold up into like a little square? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, but this is a laptop case and it's made by the same company. So it's like made with their like nice sort of water resistant material and it's quilted and it's super puffy. So it would absolutely protect Ew. your laptop accident. In a minor. But anyways, it's super cute. It has like a retro floral on it. And I just kind of fell in love with it. So I got it. That's cute. I love it. Hmm. And I think it's perfect for this episode when people are like, you know, well, not everyone's going to school, but I think a lot of people will be buying new computer equipment and they're probably going to be like, 
I don't need a case. That's crazy. And I'm like, mm, I dropped my laptop in my master's. You should probably just get a case. Oh, no. So, yeah, get oh, a case and get nice. this case. Cute. Very fun. Yeah. Um, okay. On my list, I have a couple of things, as I usually do. Um, the first one is a color, which I don't think I've done on here before. But the new color, my new color, is periwinkle. As you can see, Ashley, as I, we record this episode, I got this, uh, I guess this, well, I got this from Fabletics. It's a set and they were having like a sale. Maybe it was Labor Day or something. And I had credits in my account from something I returned a long time ago. And I just never had used the credits. So I used the credits on this like sweatsuit set in the color periwinkle. And I was like, all right, we'll see. I'm obsessed. I think it's the best color ever. Yeah. So that color you're wearing is actually called Very Perry. It's the 2022 color of the year from Pantone. Oh, nice. You think it's the exact color? I think you nailed it. I don't know if it's a Pantone color. I think you absolutely nailed it. So this, you're totally right. That is nice. that is a hot color. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm on trend, as I am. <laughs> totally. Um, but I love the color on me. I don't know about anybody else. I haven't really been seeing anybody wear periwinkle. You know, that's true. I'm it's definitely not like it has. A, it's not a color that I saw like blow up. Like I've seen colors in the past blow up, like some of their warm colors and stuff. But this is one I didn't see like on very many people. And I think it's probably because they probably announced like during COVID and people are like, I don't know. But the trendy people figured it out. Yeah, nice. One way or another. Um. Yeah, so loving the color. Going to probably find more stuff in it. Um, my next one is gender inclusive skincare and gender neutral makeup. So Nestor is starting to get into skincare. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I'm so excited. His skin is so soft. Um, and he's just feeling like confidence ten out of ten because like his face looks more awake. He doesn't look dehydrated. Like he looks. He looks good. He looks like a like a happy, healthy human because he's got a skincare routine and it's amazing. Um, so we got him a bunch of products. I mean, I didn't. I just like sat back and watched because like I, I'm not the type of girlfriend to like buy him products usually because he's got pretty good taste. Like, you know, Nestor. Um, so I just like sat back and watched, see what he picked out. And he got himself like a moisturizer and under eye cream. Like he went all out. It was really cool. Um, and then we were also at Target and I saw the um, makeup brand Strix, which I think maybe Ashley, I've told you about, or maybe we've talked about on the podcast and they make them like, they're like men's makeup brand, I guess. But I see it more as like um like gender inclusive because it's, it has no like, like, I don't know, like essence to it. It's just black packaging, which anybody can use. And the makeup is really nice. I've actually like, I mean... My skin tone and Nestor's skin tone are different, so I couldn't wear it out, but I tried it on, and the, the consistency of the concealer is really nice. So Nestor bought a concealer, which, I don't know, maybe I'm allowed to drop. I don't know if he cares. He probably doesn't because he bought the product, but I'm telling the world anyways. Uh, it's amazing. He just like literally looks so awake all the time. Um, he feels like really confident because... Like his skin looks good, he looks good, he feels good. Like it's a trifecta effect. Totally. So like, I'm. Why can't men wear makeup? Of course. 
historically they always have so um anyways bring it back so i thought that was cool that is wanted to share that i thought that was hot yeah and then the last thing on my list because i don't think we've talked about it is my tesla wall because i finally put it up maybe i talked about it but now that you're here ashley you and i could talk about it isn't it cute it's so cute i like the disco ball with the eyes and the lips (laughs) oh my gosh it's so fun yeah i'm obsessed what pack tesla wall that's hot i think it was the city one i don't remember yeah it looks great all right well it's it's been a we've we've taken up quite some time with this intro because i feel like we always do that when we come back uh from a break um but let's go ahead and talk about some episode goals let's dive into this episode because this one's a good one it's gonna be fun yeah so we kind of have two main episode goals So the first one is to share ways that we are enjoying realigning. And the second is to talk more about what we've learned so far this year and what, if any changes we're making based on that. So I think, you know, the reason we wanted to talk a little bit more about realignment when it wasn't January is because, first of all, you know, I have a long standing history of September being my new year when I go back to school, when I do new things. And I know that's definitely not the case for everyone. But I think a lot of people can relate to September kind of being a mini fresh start. So there's only 99 days left in the year. So we can look at this as like your last kick at the can, see what you can get done. Um, and kind of reset and re-go until it's all just like, Bam, and January. So I thought it was like a good idea to just take a pause and, and do it now in September. Yeah, I love that. Let's get into it. Let's get into uh, realigning for fall. The audience may never know, but we always do like a little wiggle dance where <laughs> the music goes because we don't pause in between it. Um, so when the music break happens just imagine us dancing to it and just wiggling because we usually do yeah and maybe in like six months um you can watch us on your patreon (laughs) when we make one yeah maybe we'll do youtube i realized that we can do a live stream with this platform we record on we can do a live podcast episode so maybe we'll do that one day Ooh, from from the comfort of youtube from the comfort of your homes That'd be cool. That might be fun. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Wow. I'd have to do better yeah. hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your hair looks immaculate when everybody else sees it. So I think you're fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Fall. Welcome to fall. First day fall when this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk about realigning mm-hmm. basically a lot of aspects of our life. We broke it down into categories because that's the way my brain works. And Ashley, I like that. Kind of went with it. Thank you, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have the categories of home, health, hobbies, and habits. I love alliteration. Um, Quick side story. I know it's not just me who loves alliteration. My old boss um, from Portland. um, I don't think he listens to this podcast, but maybe he does. Uh, He uh, owns a theater and I used to work for him slash never stopped working for him like he calls me up and he's like i need help and i'm like sure i'll help you um from all the way over here but yeah i'll help um 
anyways, he was like telling me instructions for a project that he's having me work on. And he was like, okay, we're going to make the categories this, this, and this. And he like picked ones of the same like letters. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I don't know if I picked it up from him or I just have always done that. And we just both love alliteration. He's also Capricorn. It's just why why we always worked well together. Anyway, side story doesn't matter to this episode. Ah. Yeah, it's so fun. Anyways. So do you want to start? Do you want to kick it off and tell us how you're realigning for home? And, and then we can kind of chit chat back and forth. What are you doing? Yeah, how's, yeah, yeah. how's your home being reorganized or cleaned or yeah, so what's going on there? In our in this first part of the episode, we're talking about those four different categories. And the first one we wanted to go over was home. And I like, okay, what am I doing with my home? So there's some things on here that are literally what I'm doing. And then there's a couple that are like, if I was perfect, this is what I would be doing. And there's a girl that I follow that I absolutely adore. Her name is Ashley Bell Dyson. Hopefully I say her name right. But she's like, she's an influencer. She lives on the East Coast. And I just think she's Thanks. so like organized and thoughtful I actually initially followed her because she was so kind to people and what in the way she like talked on her stories and she seemed like such a genuine person. Um, but anyways, the point is that she always does a really cool like fall cleanup and like fall like seasonal shift in her home. I think she probably does it for everything, but I really noticed her fall ones. Um so she's inspired me to be better. And the the big one for me that I'm doing right now is the closet cleanout. I mean, I think a lot of people do this like all year round, but for me, I'm just like, I'm bursting at the seams. If I don't address this, my bedroom will explode. So that is basically my number one thing is the closet clean out, but you could just apply this to just about anything. Like you could clean out or clean up your workspace, whether that's your drawers, your shelves, your like cubbies, you could just take your junk out, um, or you could just like work on tabletops and just like clear and organize tabletops, like your desk, your kitchen, whatever. Um, I think we're going to probably try to tackle this with our kitchen cupboards as well, specifically pantry. So specifically food organization. Um, we just did this with the fridge, which felt amazing because now it's actually functional and there's not just like 300 condiments just like bursting and like falling off the shelves and like covered in syrup. So that was good. Um, whether or not that's a fall thing, I think it may be just summer. I wanted to ask, yeah, before you got too far, is fall your favorite season? No, definitely Interesting. not. Because <laughs> you were like, the only one I noticed that that the influencer did was was the fall one, and I was like, it's got to be because you like fall. Well, because you notice it because you like it. It's interesting because I actually. I would say fall is almost my least favorite season because it has always been <laughs> like, like the, it's the season I would go back to school and it's just like stress would be as high as possible. And then it would just be like waiting for like cold weather. Um, and then on the West coast, like we don't really get the pretty like leaves or anything. We just get like dead and then wet. So it's just kind of like the degradation of summer and then you just kind of reacclimatize to spring once it ends. Like also back home, we don't really get a winter. I think you're just traumatized. <laughs> I think you're just traumatized. <laughs> yeah. So I've been learning to love fall. And I think that this episode is cathartic. 
Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I agree. I did not like fall in the Pacific Northwest specifically, but I do love fall in California. I really do love it. Cause I like that the heat extends like a little bit further into the year so that it doesn't get cold until like December here, like October, there's still a chance we get a heat wave and November is like fall and fall here is like, 65 70 and sunny like it's so nice the rain season doesn't start until like february here or like like end of january beginning of february so fall here is still very summery but it's like it's it's like end of summer for like a month and a half is what it feels like so i love that feeling last Um, fall but you have that feeling i know and then you have that feeling of like end of summer for like a month and a half and then you're watching the rest of the world enjoy fall like fall fall so you kind of live vicariously through them with your little pumpkin lattes or whatever and like the sweaters you can wear here and like going into like staying out late so it gets cold because it does get cold here because it's like desert climate so it gets gets cold at night um it gets really cold at night so but you're right. Like yeah. sweater weather is still like two months or more away. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's just now starting to cool off that I can like wear a hoodie inside, right? Oh, or I realize that not- I'm a cold girl. Um, quote, cold girl. It's a thing, and I wear sweaters all the time. I am in close proximity to yeah. sweaters, so now I'm just not sweating as much in my sweaters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm cozy <laughs> in my sweaters. Exactly. Um, yeah, me too. I'm always in a blanket, even if it's blazing hot, but like, not, not too, to too like, hot. Like I just need to be comfortable. Yeah. Even if that is Same. uncomfortable. I don't know. But the cozy um, life chose us. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I didn't choose it. Um, but along the lines of this, uh, this home stuff, like one you, you mentioned just like, why did I notice that girl's um, like Instagram for fall? And it's because she does this super adorable like front door display. So like she did, I think she did like, like a, pumpkins and stuff. Yeah, but she did like a double doormat. I think she had like a big doormat and then like a little one on top. She had all these pumpkins and all these little details, and it was so pretty. And it just it was like it's not that I needed to have that it was just that I really liked how much care and attention she puts into her home and like the things she likes and it was just it was really sweet and she kind of did the same thing I think with like her coffee corner she kind of detailed that up a little bit for fall and yeah she's just really thoughtful and it got me going I'm like oh why don't I like redo the house a little bit and it doesn't have to be like only seasonal decor it can be like seasonless decor which is sort of like what we're saying, like you can cha- you can have throw pillows and you can have throw blankets that you will use and you can change the color or bring out the darker color ones that you put away in the cupboard and just like get yourself ready to be cozy. It's sort of like a mind thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I like to redecorate my house seasonally. Usually I love, I have like a, a fall box, a Halloween box, a winter box, a Christmas box. They're usually all together, but I love decorating my place for like this season. Spring too. Just so but nice I have like anyways. a sustainability rule. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Thrifted. Yeah. 
Yeah, either thrifted or if I buy it new, it has to be like a recyclable material or like an upcyclable material. It can't just be plastic or some sort of like horrible, I don't know, styrofoam or something. It can't be anything like that. Totally. Personal rules, but yeah. No, I think that's good. Nice. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And what then, what have you started working on in the home space so far? Have you started working on it or these are, are like oh, goals coming up? Um, well, I think we're just on the cleaning and organization phase of things. So I'm not really quite ready to bring new things in. We did, we did get a new blanket. It was at Costco, but that was actually kind of a necessity because we're having guests over again and we really don't have a blanket to give them. We, we had been like taking the blanket off our bed and then being quite cold. Um, so that was good that we did find another blanket. And other than that, I sometimes rotate my art. So I'm thinking about doing that soon too. Um, not that I've hung most of it, mostly on the floor. So that might be a good goal too. Um, but yeah, seasonal art rotation and, um, and like the fabrics and linens and stuff. I was really hoping to maybe do like a, a new bedding, like, you know, like they really luxurious, but that might have to wait till Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Black Friday's right around the corner. Um, True. There's always a good, I always recommend people waiting for Black Friday because businesses are such leeches that they're like, they'll put anything and everything on sale because especially the way that the economy has been this year, they're desperate for money. So they're like hoping and praying that this Black Friday can be the best ever. Me too. Well, yeah, Let me tell I you. hope that I get a good steal. <laughs> um, so I'm just like sneaking yeah. a peek at your notes and you're telling me that fall cleaning is better than spring cleaning. Can you elaborate? Oh my gosh, cheater. I'm supposed to say that. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, stealing my Stealing my shine. I'm gonna read no, yours next time. I'm just, just polishing you. it just, for ah, you. right? I'm just teasing <laughs> you. I'm just teasing you. Um, okay. Well, because spring cleaning is a thing, but fall cleaning is not. So I'm just saying, like, I I'm pro fall cleaning because you keep talking about that um, you're in a fall cleaning mood. Me too. I've been in a fall cleaning mood for a little bit, but I'm always in a cleaning and like reorganizing mood. Like that's just like a core part of my being ever since I was a child. Um, but I love the feeling of a fall cleanup so much better than a spring cleanup. I love, especially when it starts getting like a little bit chillier outside and you start going through all your like old, like cold clothes and you put them in your closet and you put your summer clothes away and you, yeah, you start like redecorating everything. Yeah. So that's what a fall like cleanup is to me, like versus a spring cleaning cleanup. So, yeah. It's interesting because it, that's they're, one they're aspect different, of it. Right? They're totally different. Like it sounds like you're just getting rid of junk and you're preparing, but it's not really the same. Like you're kind of like getting yourself ready for like slower movements and like conserving your energy. Like not that we're bears, but it is kind of like that. Whereas in spring, you kind of have a different mindset when you're cleaning up junk, right? You're like, I won't need this. This is garbage. (laughs) Like get rid of it. So it's interesting to see it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I definitely didn't. I don't. Uh, I didn't think of it that way um, initially, but I see what you mean. Because um, I'm. I definitely was thinking it in the same way of spring cleaning, where it's like getting rid of the junk, starting fresh, starting new. 
But like you're saying from the point of view of fall, I'm like, okay, it's time to get cozy. So we're getting rid of this thing because we didn't use it all year. We waited all year long. We didn't use it. We're not going to use it for the winter. Let's get rid of it. Like that kind of thing. Um, So they are similar, but different. I like that. Mm -hmm. Good observation. Um, Yeah. So on my home list, um, basically it's kind of similar to yours. It's just like a a big home cleanup. Um, I'm also doing a big closet clean out, um, like storage clean out, like any storage space that we have that we just like threw junk in. We're like, this is the drawer for tools. Like when does that get looked through and like organized? So I'm trying to do stuff like that. It's ongoing and it probably will be ongoing through the winter because it's they're big projects, especially when I have all this other stuff to do. Um, and I'm kind of like redoing the home, the whole vibe of the, of the apartment. So um, like I just redid my wall. We got a new couch recently. Uh, we did get a new comforter set. I highly recommend. Um, but we've been thinking about ours for like over a year and we want it before Christmas. So we just bought it. Um, so we bought like a whole new set. So the bedroom looks really nice. Um, and we've got our eye on like a couple different pieces of furniture. We want to like swap out um, for pieces that we have now. So yeah, looking forward to a new vibe of the apartment and pretty much the same as you. Do you like, do you move your furniture around to like, it's not like feng shui, but you know what I mean? The, the idea of like a yeah. better energy. Yeah. Um, I love to move furniture around, but I don't always get the approval from Nestor, which is fine because I get it. Because sometimes it can be just like an impulsive decision and it maybe doesn't look great. And it's nice to have somebody to be like, okay, well, did you think about these things? And no, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, um, but I do love to move furniture around. So that's kind of why we're like redoing the like living room. Since we got a new couch, we have a little bit more like wiggle room to play with the layout so in ways like that we are looking at it but i think the bedroom's gonna stay how it is Mm. yeah it makes sense Mm -hmm. yep the other thing i wanted to add was that i might attempt the like marie Kondo method of the touching every item looking at every item in your home and, and deciding if it's worth keeping um because that sounds crazy and also like exactly what i need to do in order to feel, I don't know, like I, I'm not always looking at stuff because no matter how much I donate and get rid of and swap things out, I'm just like, where did this stuff come from? Um, and it's not always useful. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm like, okay, th- I got this, but then I forgot that I had that. So I didn't need this then. Like all these reasons why. Um, so I think I just need to, I don't know, maybe I haven't watched the Netflix series and I haven't read the book. So I need to do one of those so I can learn the real method and go through my stuff one by one, bit by bit. See what I got, what brings me joy, and what does not. That rhymed. Yeah. I'm playing fairy tales now in the <laughs> podcast. I have a good friend who was like, I did the Marie Kondo method, and I gave away too much stuff, and I had to buy all these things that I ran out of again. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, what? There's a dark side. Was it like Tupperware or something like that? I don't know. She was like, I went crazy. <laughs> I really, I'm not sure. Oh, it, it just, it did not work for her. Interesting. I'd she be curious to know, like, why? Yeah, like, what did she get rid of? Like, what should I think of not getting rid of? Because I'm just looking at, like, pens. Like, why do I have so many pens? Like, half of these are probably dead. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you probably don't need those. Anymore. Maybe it's just a me problem. You know what I mean? It's just like stuff. Not I'm not talking about like getting rid of like furniture, bedside tables or anything. Like I'm just talking oh, no, about. Oh no, I think she went all this? out. I think she touched everything. Scissors. That's what I'm gonna do. Careful. But my bed brings me joy. It's my bed. <laughs> I don't I don't get rid of anything that I don't unless I like really, really, truly don't need it. Like it's something that I will never need again or I won't need for the next three years, you know? Um I will re- I will make sure I have a replacement if it's something that I need before I purchase the other thing. And that's my rule for Nestor too, but vice versa. Cause he's like, oh, let me buy like six different, I don't know, measuring tapes for random example that's not even real. And I'm like, okay, what's different from this measuring tape than the other one? Oh, I like it for this, this, and this feature. I'm like, okay, but you have to go donate the other ones first <laughs> because yeah, exactly. he brings in too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Good rule. There's a give and a take. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next section. How about health? What are you looking at realigning or reorganizing in your health realm? So this can be mind, body, soul, anything in there? Yeah. Um, so a few things. First, like I said, I'm looking at the recipes. So I'm trying to mix up like what am I eating? So with every new season, there's new fruits and vegetables and things at the grocery store that you can't get, you know, in other seasons, which is what I like about a change of season. So I'm trying like more recipes that are more fall-like. So I'm really excited to make squash soup. Um, But yeah, just like planning out my meals a little bit more, hopefully if I can, um, and just trying to make them more seasonal. Um, Obviously like shameless plug for Trader Joe's. I cannot wait until they have their... We'll plug um, them every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like their... Oat milk, pumpkin, Best. spice. They own fall, first of all. Whatever. Fall is yeah. their season. Oh, yeah. So, like, going to hit that yeah. up again. Already been. Um, yeah. And then, other than that, uh, some, like, health and beauty routines. So, physical body. I already kind of gave that a jump start. I'm doing the weightlifting. We know a bit about that already. Um, I, I was reading when I was prepping for this episode and I was like, um, okay. But then I realized this is something I always did. Get a haircut. Get your haircut. It makes you feel fresh. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, same. Oh, yeah. I'm about to come out with a brand new hairstyle soon. It's going to be dramatic. Oh, yeah. That's going to be exciting. Maybe on TikTok. Um, maybe, ooh, maybe I'll do one of those hair transformation TikToks. You should. You'll see it on the podcast. If you That's so exciting. It. When I do it. What are you thinking? Are you just going to just like trim it or are you going to like do a hair cut? Mm, just a trim. I've spent uh-huh. way too much a pretty penny on my hair. <laughs> it just needs a trim. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I want to take some time to like maybe reboot the beauty routine. So like looking at my skincare, which you were mentioning earlier. Which I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I need to look at my products. It's a hidden talent of mine, by the way. Look, looking skincare. at skincare. Uh, just like knowing skincare, uh. or just like being able to like help people with skincare. I I've had a passion of it. Um, maybe it's a special interest actually. Since I was a kid, um, literally making <laughs> in my bathroom, making like 
avocado and banana and honey face masks, like for myself. Oh, wow. Like, nobody taught me how to do this except for like the internet, right? Because um, I'm like, I like skincare literally was so important to me. I don't know why. And it's not because I'm like reading these magazines and being like, this is what to do for wrinkles. Like I didn't have wrinkles, right? But I, I did struggle with acne as a kid and I wanted to like take control over my skin. Um, and it's been a very long journey, but I get compliments on my skin all the freaking time, all the time. Your skin is and it's very amazing. It makes me feel really good. Um, especially because I had literally, I got a show transformation photos. You wouldn't believe it covered in pimples, dry skin, horrible red everywhere. And my skin is just like glowy now. So it became a special interest of mine because like I kind of had to figure it out for myself, especially because my parents didn't have like spare income to spend on like anything really uh, for skincare. Like that's just like a specialty and in unnecessary, like imagine me telling my dad, like, dad, I need this $35 moisturizer from Sephora. Uh, Get real. (laughs) <laughs> no. So I had to Use make the banana and avocado and honey face masks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I got very crafty, but it became like an obsession. I worked for Bare Minerals for a little bit. Um, I didn't know that. Almost went into like the whole like beauty and skincare. Yeah. I, I've worked so many. I have so many different lives. You wouldn't believe, but that's one of them. Um, that's so crazy. if you need skincare advice, happy to help you out. Ah, Not a professional, totally obviously, but I can tell you which professionals to go to. Yeah. I could totally use it. I feel oh, like. Oh, I love that. Ooh, what are you looking at? Anyways, look, I'm getting so excited about the skincare. <laughs> what are you going to use? What are you looking at? Yeah. I, I, so I do love the Laneige skincare line. It's been so helpful for someone who has super dry skin, but like I always need like help with serums and toners. Like I'm never really sure. So that's kind of where I'll be looking. And then something for wrinkles, like my eye wrinkles are getting more deep. So those are my skincare needs. You were telling us a few episodes ago that you might be going for a beauty treatment. Is that still on the books for fall or is that going to be winter? Did you already do it? I okay. don't know if we ever got yes. that update. I haven't gone because I was like never in LA this summer, but the laser skincare, yeah, definitely, definitely point. still going. <laughs> I just have to make the time. Yeah. Although I did hear that it's kind of painful or really painful. That may have laser, yeah. I imagine. I feel like it's maybe the intensity of a tattoo or slightly around that kind of intensity. Maybe not. But that's what I heard. Oh no. Guess it depends. (laughs) I don't know. I mean probably not on your face, but maybe. I actually what am I what am I saying? I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Somebody is probably like, she is spreading lies. I don't mean to. (laughs) We're trying to get our 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 like dream skincare guest but like our schedules are not aligning so stay tuned for that maybe future episode with a super cool girl who we actually met through some of you guys you listeners on the facebook page one of the girls meetups facebook page recommended her so yeah if we can get her you will love it she's a dream but tbd can't wait yeah, so that's kind um, of like my what else? What else is on your list? Recipes, anything else on the body, beauty trends, and then like just the like the mindset. So I like I follow all of our guests and I love them all. And so I checked out Wee Wee Girl because I was like, hey, she's really good for this. And she was like, 
here you go. Here's exactly what you need to think about. And she was like, ask yourself, what is your number one priority before the end of the year? Okay, write that down. Write that in your new notebook starting in September 2022 because they make those. And then think about what you want to give less energy to and what you want to do more of and how you want to feel. One, two, three. I think she had a few more, but I was like, these ones really resonated with me. And I will probably be doing that. So I need to order um, my September 2022 scheduler. Yeah. Cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that, are you going to do a scheduler and a journal? Are those journal prompts or like, do you put those in your planner? Um, yeah, good question. Um, sometimes I just like write things in my journal planner, like notes section. It, but like a scheduler works better for me because like a journal, I get lost and I can never write enough. Like I know some people are very big writers and that's like huge. But like I am more like visual. And so I won't write more than like two sentences ever. So a, a planner is better for me. Yeah. Sometimes my hand gets, my hand starts cramping. I'm like, I'm yeah, out of here. You're like way more of a writer, short. which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Like I got to talk to text, not with my hand. It's been a, such a long time. I get like hand cramps when I journal with like my hand. I, I usually will type my thoughts out. I'm such a better typer. Um, so I feel you. Yeah. I love the aesthetics of a journal. Totally. But you have like all those cool, like, um, um like iPad journals. Oh yeah. Um, most of those are planners though. Oh yeah. And if it has like journal, like elements are usually prompts, like something I can answer in a mm. sentence. And most of my like mindfulness reflecting has been on the Finch app still because it will ask oh, you questions yeah, and I'll just answer right. them right there on the phone. Um, so those are great, like little reflections. But um, I guess that can segue into my half of the Do it. health segment. Okay. So on my side of health things, I'm thinking health really on like the mental health and self-improvement side of things. So I'm back in therapy. Um, I've been going to therapy, which is good. And I've been sticking with my psych. So I'm medicated. I'm talking through stuff, working through stuff and feeling like, feeling like this like tension in myself of like the kind of tension of like right before an earthquake where it's like the rocks are grumbling together and it's like right before something really big is going to happen. Um, that's kind of how like I feel as a person because I feel like I'm working through a lot of negative stuff, but I'm also experiencing a lot of negative stuff at the same time. So it's like the two sides of myself are kind of like rubbing against each other. And I think eventually that kind of like friction is going to create something different. So that's kind of what I mean by like, that earthquake analogy. And I don't think that different is going to be like bad, but I definitely think it's going to be, I think like I'm on like a path of change and it's really hard. And I'm starting to feel like the friction of how hard it is to change um, into like the better version of self instead of like changing for negative reasons. Obviously self-improvement should never change you for the worse, but um, yeah. So I feel like, I feel like I have to like keep going and like keep making myself tense in these areas to like learn and like kind of get through this feeling because on the other side of it, like I said, there's just going to be this like big explosion of myself in a good way. 
I don't know if anybody resonates with that analogy, but that's how I feel. Anyways. That's really cool. I love that. Like you can just feel Yeah, thank you. Like simmering. It's coming up. I feel it. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a volcano if we want to use that analogy. It's like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, the steam is coming. It, we don't know when, but eventually someday soon because of all this other tension going on, all these other elements in play. Um, so kind of on that, I am ordering a bunch of books on Amazon in the self-improvement realm. I was watching a bunch of like TikToks for books, book recommendations, and I kept seeing a ton of TikToks for this author, Brianna Weist, I think. Um, and they have a bunch of books that I could only really get on Amazon. I tried looking on my library, but they didn't have at least the Kindle versions of them. So I'm going to order the physical copies on Amazon and try them out, um, because they come highly recommended across the internet, apparently. And there's a bunch of them, but I'm ordering three, uh, just to start. And a lot of them have to do with like, you are your own obstacle and like get out of your own way, but in kind of like a spiritual and like self-love kind of way. So that's the first thing that I'm doing. Um, Physically, I am trying to get back in fitness, but I feel like this year has been so up and down that I'm, I'm really comfortable knowing that I can't rush it and that I shouldn't rush it and that it's going to be a process to get back into it. Um, So I went to Bunda a few weeks ago and I, it was so great. I loved being back. But the next day, I was literally so, so sore. I could barely move for a few days because I was really sore. Right. I was working on those muscles. I didn't – I barely even it's used hard. weight because I knew <laughs> I would be sore. Yeah. Yeah. I barely even used weight. But I was, like, so sore. So taking it back and just going to do, like, morning hikes and morning walks and, like, maybe the Stairmaster at the gym – And that's it until I feel warmed up to going back to class. And then once I feel like I'm back in class, then I feel like I can start picking up the other areas of fitness. Um, But I'm pretty comfortable just taking it slow. And um, stretching is my main form of like movement, really. And then just trying to get a morning walk in. But do you ever do yoga? Or I don't like yoga. That's not for me. I've tried it. What do you not like? Can't get into it. It. hurts (laughs) and it hurts in a way that is not the same as the kind of hurt that I feel from lifting like weightlifting like that to me is yoga like that calms my mind and centers my peace got it I'm sure as you're experiencing yourself maybe Mm -hmm. totally yeah um and then food wise um I'm just gonna stick with fed as best I'm (laughs) having difficulty eating in general. And I'm trying not to let that trigger an eating disorder because I've talked about a little bit of that, like my history with that um, kind of up and down. Um, So trying to figure out what my Adderall would let me eat. And it's kind of like a balance because if I don't take my Adderall, I'm not focused. If I take my Adderall, I can't eat. So I have to kind of like pick and choose which days (laughs) I'm going to have like what. And it's like usually by 10 or 11, I'm starving and I can eat everything, but I hate having to just like wait till the end of the day to feel like I can eat. And it's not like I don't try throughout the day. It's, it's difficult and it's annoying. Um, and yeah, I hope this doesn't like, I don't know, make anybody feel bad or feel anything about food. Your food journey is your food journey. My food journey is mine. Um, so just trying to keep myself fed. I might just go back to like Uncrustables, honestly. 
What's that? Uncrustables? It's just like a PB&J without oh. the crust. You can get the frozen section. Oh, cool. Yeah, We had them as kids. It's probably an American thing. <laughs> I love Uncrustables. They're delicious. How do you, um, do you just put it in the toaster or? It's just a sandwich. No, you just eat a cold out the fridge. Oh, I like okay. to eat a cold out the fridge. Nice. Cold PB&J. Oh, slaps. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I did thistle for a while. Yeah. And I really did like thistle. It was expensive. Um, and I can only justify the cost if I was going to be eating that week. Because the same time that I was doing thistle was the same time that I'm figuring out like my Adderall and food situation. Um, so eventually they were not a good fit because I just didn't want to eat anything. And that's not Thistle's fault. It is my brain because my brain won't let me eat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I had to cancel Thistle and just trying to figure out like what to eat so I can eat and then also stay focused. I definitely think that is important best. to me. Yeah, that is best. I didn't mean to leave you hanging. Yes, I agree. Sorry, I couldn't unmute. <laughs> yes, I agree. Fed is best. Um, so that's that's the motto. That's what I'm sticking to this fall. Um, okay. How about hobbies? Hobbies. You want me to go for this one? Sure. I, I also had a hard time with okay. my mute, but I would love to hear your hobbies. Okay. Okay. Um, so for hobbies, it could be like people's people, places or things. Um, I put specific hobbies down and then places. Um, so specific hobbies that I'm going to dive into this fall are art in, uh, in terms of like painting and sketching and mixed media, probably just everything art wise. I'm just going to continue to fill up my art journal and work on that. And also maybe watch YouTubers or TikTokers or tutorials or something, and then just kind of like pick up on some either techniques or just ideas or just find cool people to follow. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do more art. Um, I want to pick piano back up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm going to tar- start. Oh. <laughs> Before you leave art, the what specific media? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, right now I'm just, use- just using a sketchbook, just ah, like a. Okay multimedia sketchbook cool with like pens pencils oh yeah oh did i not talk about this yet i thought i did you have like watercolor i've got yeah i've got watercolor pens i've got acrylic pens i've got okay like pen pens i've got pencils i've got colored pencils i got everything cute that's so fun almost yeah we can nerd out together um oh always um that's a, another thing, another life that I lived. I actually, in high school, I was part of AP Art, no, not Art History, just AP Art Studio. That's what it was. I didn't take the history one. I took AP Art Studio, which is basically like a college level art class in high school. And you can take it to get college credit if you pass it. Um, I didn't go for the credit because I didn't go for college. Um, I just went for have the education i guess and to have the experience um yeah so we i basically had to learn like everything art wise and at the end of the year we got to put up our own gallery and i had my own little art gallery uh all to myself that i filled with photos and paintings and stuff like that 
very You're amateur, so but like I can totally it was so see fun. This, this side of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just getting back into it because it's been such a long time since I've let so many of those pieces go. Like, I think for me to summarize, um, if somebody had to leave this episode early to summarize, um, all for me is just like getting back in touch with my inner child of like all the things that I used to love that I just let go. That's so so that's art is one I of them. Yeah. yeah. Another one of them is music. Um, I used to love piano and I used to, I, I was obsessed with piano. I still am, but I haven't gotten to like play piano since high school. So I think I'm going to try pick piano back up and order myself a little keyboard. It's getting dark. It's like the perfect time to like, sit in my bed alone like while Nestor's at work and like play piano to myself like isn't that so cute and like fall like I don't know so I'm gonna pick piano back up um and then the last thing on my hobbies list is words I also enjoy writing a lot and the more that I like let myself enjoy it um the more that I'm just like like I don't know I feel just like really in touch with myself when I'm writing um and I've had people in my life who are like writers as uh like for a living and I've kind of always felt like oh I can't be a writer because like I'm not dedicated to writing like they are like they're a writer and like I just enjoy writing and I kind of like let their ego get into my brain a little bit so I had kind of a rough relationship with writing for a little bit I just felt like inadequate and like I shouldn't do it because it's somebody else's like dream or goal or whatever. And that's not fair. So I'm going to get back into writing because that's what makes my soul feel good. Um, I don't care what I'm going to write. Um, I've liked writing from all mediums. It's, I don't have a specific one that I like most. Um, poems, stories, screenplays, doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, those are my hobbies. Um, and then I'll finish the segment so you can go. And then my places, I want to visit more fancy restaurants uh, because fall is such a good time to like go try good food and like new restaurants are opening up in the fall. It's amazing. Totally. Um, yeah, especially in LA. Right. And then just more afternoons at cafes and coffee shops and just like feeling like, yeah. That I, love that I don't know. I don't want to say like that girl because I don't feel like mm. that girl goes to coffee shops and like works. I feel like it's like a different kind of that girl. I need we need to coin a new term for the that girl of the fall. Cause it's a different vibe. It's more like academia, like dark academia. Like what what vibe does that give off? You know what I mean? It's definitely like giving me cold girl. Working vibes. in the library late at night. I know, right? It's cool, oh. girl, but it's different than that girl. Mm. We can come up with this. Let just, mm. yeah, we'll come up with it, and that's what my fall is going to be like. <laughs> it's like okay. I'm just, I'm seeing I'm like saddlebag girl, like girl with crossbag, leather, upcycled, like I know, right? Book, coffee, dark choppy haircut, yeah, mm. yeah, coffee for sure, black coffee no sweetener no milk you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like who is she the people who get in a little farther to <laughs> she's the all over my pinterest yeah they're like what they're like in the back section of the library like the uh the reserves yeah yeah exactly yeah they're smart but quiet and they'll say smart anything to you yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm 
Okay. <laughs> what are your hobbies or things or places or people? Well, I just like, I guess, I guess I had like a different approach to that. Like not necessarily what are my hobbies, but just like to discuss and to uh, promote what I used to do. And then maybe it will like remind me I should do this myself. A little of my own medicine. But basically in September, it was like the time to join teams, clubs, meet new people and step outside of my comfort zone. So like September was the number one month to join a club for sure. Like there's hundreds of meetups and things. So apply this to anything not school wise, like join a club, get on a Facebook group, go to a meetup. Like September is a time when people are feeling that energy. It's a good time. Um, Like we said, maybe it's well, maybe not. I don't know if we said this. Maybe we just said this to each other, but it's not the best time for dating. A little tricky, but it is the right time for friendships. So that maybe not a hobby, but like it was totally a good time to do team hobbies, team sports, groups, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, your hobby could be socializing. Yeah, it could be socializing. I don't know if friends, finding new friends, finding new friends. Oh, that works. I don't know if I plan on doing this, but it's definitely something I did a lot in September. Um, yeah, and just I think the key is like, don't be afraid to try something new, and like now's the right time because other people are receptive to it. Um, so. Are you going to, you're, you're giving me hesitation. Like you're not sure if you're actually going to plan that in. What is a hesitation about? Is it like a time thing? Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah. If there were more people in my life, they would just not get any attention. I think there's so many people I already neglect. So she full. So <laughs> make sure you're yeah. taking care of yourself. Dude, that is the most all important one. on the list. Set up a non-negotiable block of time for that one thing you love. Okay. You're going to do that one though, right? Yes. That's, yes. That is on the list. That is on okay, the list. Cool. That is number Good. two. So number one was like, hey, y'all should do this. And number two was like, but I should do this. <laughs> um, nice. nice. Yeah. So it's probably going to be like painting with a coffee, you know, those vibes. Sort of like similar like dark library vibes, but like yeah. in my kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. What am I? And then just like asterisks. Now is a good time to prep for spooky season. Don't forget your Halloween costume. Uh, I don't care where you get it, but just think about Honestly, it Honestly, start so, planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I feel late. I know. It's already late. Okay. Nice. Those all sound great. Do you want to move into habits? You can sure. kick us off on habits. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I have been meaning to have like a financial day and I will do it in the next couple of weeks. That like what I mean by that is not just like, oh, reassess my finances. It's like flipping with an accountant. I kind of do this all the time, but it is more like uh, start putting things into different like boxes. Like this money needs to go here. This money needs to be invested. This money is... Like it has a purpose. It's not just like, okay, I I roughly know what I'm doing and I need to change that. Like this is like, I need to make some serious investments and like step that up. So that is coming. And hopefully that will help with like getting a bit more student debt out of my 
defense. Unfortunately, uh, Canadians living in the U.S. did not receive compensation for student debt, but uh, one can hope. Oh. Yeah. Um, then... Is your student debt, like, the same as how we have it in America, though? What's... I thought that was, like, an exclusively us problem. What's the student debt the amount America? of debt that... Uh, let's look it up. It's insane. Give me a sec. It's almost $2 trillion right now. Oh, but per person. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Divide 1.75 trillion by 43 million. <laughs> what does that give you? How about this? It doesn't give it to me right away. It said. It's a lot. Among borrowers with outstanding student debt, the median debt is in 2021 was between 20000 and 25000 but I've heard worse. That doesn't seem right. I've heard like a hundred. Yeah, that, that that sounds lower than what I've heard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my debt is more along the lines with that Google search. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's it's like it's a yeah. it's a big it's a thing. Yeah, it's definitely the elephant in my yeah. room. Um, but you know, hustling hard, literally at work. The thing I my debt for anyways and that includes grad school right like oh, you're that also is grad school that's you're only grad school yeah yeah so your other debt is paid i don't think i don't think the the average debt includes grad school i think that's just like for mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's rough but i would say that canada still has a problem we just don't have like nasty problem that's like spreading like a virus we just have a bad problem like a bunch <laughs> of ants in your kitchen um not like a wasp's nest in your bathroom yeah so it's not oh, good gosh. but it's not yeah. that bad um could be worse <laughs> could be a could lot be worse um <laughs> anyway yeah. any tangents doesn't we don't need yeah. to include that yeah. um uh, but the other things, there's a couple more things on my list, which we, we did kind of talk about, but a couple that stand out to me um, is improving your sleep. I've, I've written self, but I meant sleep. So, because you already, you already talked about self. Basically, what I mean is just like, it's always a good time to just do that thing where you're like, I'm going to go to bed half an hour earlier tonight, again, again, again until you're actually getting the sleep that your body wants because as the days get shorter like you really need to preserve your energy because your body's going to become so whacked out by this short days and the less light and everything it'll become sleepier and you'll become more lethargic so like why not preemptively like nip that in the bud and just get a bit more sleep while it's still nice while you still have some control over that so that's what i'm going to be doing um, that's a big one for me. And um, yeah, then the I think the last one worth mentioning is planning ahead. So all of this stuff that we've been talking about is effectively planning. But specifically, I mean, to avoid cramming and panic. Um, so again, it comes from my school days, but it does apply to others. So from my school days, what I mean is, if you're in, if you're a student, I, I'm speaking directly to you right now. You will have a midterm if you haven't already. You will probably have two. You may also have three. You will have a final, and you will be freaking the heck out in December. Just start now. Organize your notes. Keep things in folders. Highlight. Go back. Spend an hour Saturday morning 
like reviewing those things, it will be more fresh. It will save you. For people who are not in school, remember, in December, you're probably going to want to take some time off or Thanksgiving, you're going to want to take some time off. So you're going to need to be on top of that in-basket, that inbox. Sorry, we call it an in-basket at work. And um, you don't want to have to have those panic days before Thanksgiving, before Christmas, Hanukkah, seasonal, whatever break. Just like plan ahead. Know that that's when you need to like wind down and just start getting things organized so that there's less panic to deal with at the end of this year. And if I could have told myself that years and years and years ago, that would have been so helpful. Just like, please. No more panic. Yeah, you know me, I'm pro-planning. Totally. <laughs> but I definitely know that I'm talking directly to like a subset of people that have my brain who are like, no problem. And I'm like, big For problem. sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like there's a lot of habits that I'm changing, but those are the two, three, three big ones. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to take okay. it Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wrap it up here. Um, okay. So I think I'm going to do the opposite of you oh. and try and maybe find a night routine instead of trying and continue being this morning person that I have been. Um, and I'm thinking about this for a few reasons. One, sometimes when I wake up early and like even if it's like 5 or 6 a.m., I will sometimes just like sit and do nothing for those first two hours. And it's like, by the time I got started is when I would usually wake up and get started. Like when I would wake up at seven or eight, I just wake up, get started. I have somewhere to be in an hour or two. Um, But when I'm getting up earlier and I'm like, oh, I have all this time I can like read or journal or do something like that. Like I'm taking such a long time to do those things that I don't think it's actually serving me in the way that it, it could be. So. I'm going to experiment maybe with shifting my schedule to the nighttime and we'll see how this goes because I do get really sleepy at like eight o'clock, nine (laughs) o'clock. So it might be a transition, but I used to be a night person and I've talked about this before. Um, I literally used to stay up all night, all the time. Um, and I loved being a night person, but I think I was like told and trained to be a morning person. I mean, I was a barista for a while and there was like, the Miracle Morning book that came out a while ago that was really big. And that encouraged you to get up at 5 a.m. So it was like uh, all of those things at once, like really ingrained a morning schedule into me, which is great, but I'm kind of bored of it and also feeling like I'm not hitting my full potential. So I'm going to try maybe waking up later and going to sleep later. I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. Yeah. It's like a shift in the energy. Yeah. Cause the thing is, like, there are a lot of people who find their creative peak at night. And I think you've even talked about this. Like you get your creative spark at night. So why are we like shying away from when we have our most potential? So if I can feel like I can get like the energy at night and feel like I can get the creativity at night that I used to have, then maybe that's just a better place for my time. Like I can just wake up a little bit later and get straight into the things that I need to do, get my work done. And then once I'm done, I have the rest of the day to do the stuff that I like. And it can kind of be like a second day. So I'm going to be looking at it like that. Um, Some other things that I'm working on as far as like goals and routines. um, 
these kind of go together, but romanticizing your life and also um, working on confidence and like that main character energy. So I feel like fall is the perfect time to like feel like the main character, but also like why not use that opportunity to just romanticize everything that you can. So that's trying so to do cute. that, be more appreciative. Yeah. Like orange color. Um, oh, do I have those? Is that a thing? <laughs> For romanticizing your life. Oh, instead of rose-colored glasses. I get it. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, it took me a minute. Slow brain. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. I, yeah, pumpkin spice colored glasses. Uh, <laughs> The last two on my list, um, I have journaling and working through blocks. We talked about journaling just a couple minutes ago, but I'm going to try and like warm my hand up to writing with pencil again. I think I need to. So we'll see how those hand cramps go, but I'm going to try and journal again. Um, And then the last thing I have is I want to find a big goal to work on and spend my spare time on. So like, although I can be spending all these time all this time doing my hobbies, like I at least want to improve somewhere at something. So maybe it could look like focusing really hard on one specific hobby or creating a project within that hobby. So I give myself something to work on over a period of time that creates an end result that I can be excited for and also just like pushes me forward in some way, shape or form. So maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's a habit, um, maybe it's a whole new project that I've never even thought of yet. Um, but I'm, I'm just trying to think of like that big thing that like all of my creative energy can go into um, that I can share here on the podcast and talk about. The <laughs> ultimate vision. Yeah. So yeah, cool. that's me. That's my habit. That's awesome. I love that. I, I, I like the main character energy and romanticizing your life. I really think we need to come oh, up yeah. with a name for that, that library, that dark library girl. That's definitely what we need to name. That's the energy. I know. Yeah. We're going to, we're channeling her energy this fall. Oh, um, totally. So to wrap it up, because this has been kind of a longer episode than we thought, um, should we chat a little bit about like maybe what we learned this year so far? And if we're going to apply anything this fall, just yeah. like a little quick little ping little pong. Mm-hmm. Um, little ping pong. Yeah. What, well, have, what have you learned me- this year? Yeah, I think everything takes longer than you think. That is a huge one for me. I don't know if that resonates with you or anyone else, but you know, you plan. Oh, yeah. plan my ADHD plan. brain. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Shoot. My ADHD brain gets you. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but the flip side to that, that I've been living and trying to like actually acknowledge and trying to like actually be is like partial achievements of your goals are still wins right? Like you can do all these plans. Like we've got a couple of planning based episodes because that's what we love. Um, you can do all this planning and you can, um, you can either see it as like, you've nailed it. You achieved everything. You're a perfect person or you failed. And I think that was my big thing is seeing things as failure. Partial achievement is still achievement. And that's a goal. Like don't let perfectionism eat at you, which is what perfectionism does it lives on my shoulder and it eats away at me so for anyone else who feels that way yeah acknowledge the partial wins oh I love that that's great I am with you on that 
I also heard that um, being a perfectionist is just a backwards way of being a procrastinator. It can be. If you're, yeah, if you're a perfectionist, you might just be procrastinating instead of putting the thing out there. Yeah, it can be. Um, Yeah, coming from a person with a perfectionist type of brain, it, it is tricky to see it that way because that's essentially true. But I know that any good perfectionist is not trying to procrastinate. They are trying very hard to get the thing done. Unfortunately, it leads to procrastination because achieving perfection is. I mean, I I do say that as. Yeah, no, I I do say that from experience um, as a perfectionist myself. It's why I never get anything done. It's why you never see me post anything. It's why I don't do anything ever. But it is a form of procrastination because I haven't because I'm trying to make it so perfect. I'm forgetting the fact that it should just be up in the first place. Totally. Nobody cares about perfect and. Honestly, any of those situations that I'm like, okay, now it's perfect. Um, people usually like the version that was imperfect better, whatever that is, whether it's art or words or feelings or whatever. Um, so that's just from my personal experience. And it's been a like game-changing way to view it because if I'm like, okay, it has to be perfect, then I think, does it? Or am I just putting it off until... It's the way that I think it should be instead of just letting the thing be what it is. Exactly. So, little nugget of little, little nugget of something I learned recently. Little nugget of knowledge. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's my learn. Um, any other learns this year? Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, would I just took say... yours. I don't know why I said it was mine, but. <laughs> I took yours and repurposed it. No, no, no. Um, we agree. Totally. Agree on that one. Uh, I have many, but I would just say my like last wrap it up kind of one is you're truly going to surprise yourself with what you can accomplish. If you haven't already this year, there's time left. Like I said, hopefully I'm right. 99 days. Um, You'll surprise yourself with what you can do in those 99 days and have fun with it. Yeah, I guess I'll say my last one is definitely like, don't take, don't take everything so seriously, because I fall into that trap way too easily. I take things so seriously sometimes, and I need to snap myself out of it. Um, And I think everyone can, um, because I think I only take myself too seriously, because we all do. And we've all kind of been trained into taking things seriously, like a minor, minor example, if, if you don't like save lives, like maybe your work shouldn't panic at you for things that are due. Um, Ashley, maybe you're, you have a different perspective. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, don't rush and enjoy the moment. And that's the episode. That's the Coconut Grove podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok at the Coconut Grove pod and Instagram. Actually not the, it's just at Coconut Grove pod. Let me clarify. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Coconut Grove Pod and uh, myself at Katie Dessen and Ashley at Ashley Hansen. And um, thank you for listening. This has been the Fall Realignment episode. Bye.